welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Maldonado, joined as always with Mr. Taylor Strick. How are you, sir? Glad I'm uh, glad to be here. My first L of the season, so it's a little bitter, but uh, it's uh, another week. Join the club. And also um, <laughs> joined, as always, by Mr. Brandon Murphy. How are you doing tonight, sir? Doing good. Feels good to be on top. I, there's a joke there, she but said. I'm not going to take it. It's too easy. Mm. <laughs> um, great, great week of football, right? No. It was. A uh, you know, I, it was a great week of football for me. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. I think I this made been a- every wrong decision I could have made. <laughs> <laughs> dive into that later it's great oh man i'm just sunday night and the the worst part about it was sunday night football there was like a glimmer of hope i had just a glimmer of hope and i stayed up late even though i had to wake up early for work in the morning and then it like at the very end of the game is when it uh, my glimmer of hope disappeared and i was like i stayed up for nothing it's one of the most underrated, horrible things in football is when you have that late game and it's whether it's your team losing or your fantasy team losing, there's that disappointment. You're like, I stayed up late for this. Yeah. Ugh, it's, it's a terrible, tired day the next day. Well, I know it's not football, but us Astros fans know that feeling with the playoffs coming up. We're going to be doing that all through October, staying up for every single oh. game and – because with baseball, you can't go to sleep. But anyway, we're talking fantasy football. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you got me checking scores. <laughs> I, great. Now I'm going to do it, too. Well, yeah, it before. Was two, it was two to one. Go ahead. Let's, uh, let's jump into our NFL Week 3 recap. Um, Murph, why don't you give me your best thing about Week 3? Well, I love to see a big man rumble, and uh, one of the biggest men in the league is Vita Vea, the defensive tackle from the Bucks, and uh, they dropped him. The Packers were probably inside the ten yard line, and they dropped him into coverage against Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers dumped it off to Aaron Jones, and Vita Vea just closed on him like a cornerback and blasted him for the fumble and turned the. You know the Bucks. That's when the Bucks got the ball, and Tom Brady decided to be old Tom Brady and finally drive down and score. But I just love, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of defensive tackles and coverage, making plays. That was cool. That was, you know what we we well, I think Taylor and I shit on that game, but I know Murph said he was somewhat excited about it. I, it was a boring game until the end. You know, and it, it, it but there were a lot, there were. A, quite a few exciting games this week but I didn't think that was uh, that was exciting for like the wrong reasons because it was it was definitely more defense and not what you expect when you hear Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers yeah I mean two good defenses though the Packers and the Bucks but yeah you expect a little more uh execution when you're talking Rodgers and Brady yeah definitely all right Taylor why don't you jump in there with your best thing about week three so, we'll call it the best thing, but I thought it was an interesting thing. And it kind of just rolls into the, the weird year we're having in the NFL. But mine is the uh, the Colts taking down the Chiefs. Um, Colts tied our dumpster fire 
Texans, um, shut out by the Jags, and then can come in and take out the Chiefs as one of the elite teams. It's, it's just a sign of, again, another really weird year. And I could be wrong because short-term memory, but I feel like there's been relatively better or worse teams the last few years, but I feel like week to week um, this season, there's no, there's no freaking telling. Yeah, that was a that was definitely a big surprise. Um, I mean, everybody, including me, thought that the Chiefs were going to steamroll the the Colts. I mean, the Colts look like doo doo for the, the last two weeks, and then they come in to the Chiefs and just decide they want to play big man football and or or at least play defense. They didn't want to play defense against the Jaguars, but. They definitely wanted to play defense against the uh, the Chiefs. So, um, yeah, that was that was definitely strange. Well, Ursa, you know, pulling them pulling them tricks with the windows and the sunlight hitting, uh, apparently leaving crazy shadows and stuff for the punt returners and whatnot. All kinds of <laughs> underhanded stuff going on in that game. Shady Colts. Anyway, uh, my best thing, and I'm sticking in the division. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the dogs agree with me <laughs> that the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 2-1, they lead the division, and they, after steamrolling the Colts, they come in, or, or yeah, they go to Los Angeles and just demolish the Los Angeles Chargers 38-10. to And Trevor Lawrence is actually looking looking like a good quarterback this year. I mean, he's he's making some good throws. He was 28 for 39, 262 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. And the Chargers are supposed to have a really good defense. I would know. I started them in fantasy, and I'm loving the negative four points. And <laughs> James Robinson again, who I didn't trust for whatever stupid reason, 17 carries, 100 yards, and a touchdown. And – just looking at the game itself, the Jaguars had 413 total yards to the Chargers' 312. Um, the Chargers had more passing yards, but the rushing yards. And I know this one hurt you, Taylor. The Jaguars had 151 rushing yards. Or, no, yeah, the Jaguars did. The Chargers had 26. Oh, yeah, don't get me started. 26 rushing yards. Four rushes. Crazy. Fourth yeah. pick. It's not like they're trying to feed Eckler anyway. Yeah, and it's not just the Jaguars' offense. It's their defense. I mean, the Chargers were 5 for 13 on third down. They were 0 for 2 on fourth down. And they gave up, what, one sack, 58 total plays to the Chargers versus the Jaguars' 75. So, you know, it's it's – it's a it's the big surprise for me, I think, um, for week three is is just how good the Jaguars actually looked. One counter was Herbert was game time decision with the injury, so maybe that played into it. I I definitely think it did. Well, but they also the the Chargers' big thing was they lost their left tackle for the season. Oh yeah, you could tell yeah, once he went, he went down. And then their all-pro center didn't play. Yes, but hope. I mean, he's gonna. He he's should. Gonna, he should be back. And then they lost. They also lost Bosa. They lost Bosa. Oh yeah. For uh, 
for extended time. And like you said, I want to go on, on the uh, Jacksonville defense. They're the first overall pick, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, or not Thibodeau, Walker. Trayvon Walker is, mm. is like, le- living up to the mantle. I mean, he had that pick in week one, and he's all over. I mean, he, he ate the uh, Chargers alive. Like, um, I think it was – but, they yeah, they not only did they hold Justin Herbert, even though it hurt Justin Herbert down – but I mean, and they yeah they shut out the Colts. Like I know I know it's the Colts, but that's an NFL team, and you don't shut out NFL teams. So yeah, um, yeah, the good surprise. They're actually kind of fun to watch right now. Um, they're not the the dumpster fire that they normally are. So it's not a it's not an easy play your defense against this team. Like I think I've done the past two weeks. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, is that uh, is that everything we had for the great things? Because I can't believe we missed we if no or nobody mentioned this one. Maybe we all thought somebody else was going to choose it, but go for it. Um, I mean, we witnessed another milestone or moment in time that'll be remembered in NFL infamy: the butt punt. <laughs> yes, I forgot about the butt. And the butt punt. I mean, we talk, we're talking about one of the most beautiful pieces of photography I've ever seen. They cap they captured the the ball and the ripples in the man hitting the man's ass, and the, you could see the ripples. And it still wasn't even a bad. Uh, didn't even cost them. Didn't even cost them the game. I can't believe Miami pulled it out after the butt punt against the Bills. I thought that was, you know, the sign of the end times right there when uh, I oh I. Just one of the funniest things I've ever seen on a football field. Uh, watched it live, and that that definitely was one of the weird or one of the the top things. But another one from the Sunday night game was old Jimmy Garoppolo himself running out of the back of the end zone, just like you know, just like Dan Orlovsky. So he had two that was two NFL meme, you know, yeah, meme moments, meme one moments. Sunday. Just yeah, that from from the past however many years. So, we, uh, uh, great comment on that uh, on Garoppolo running out is Orlovsky actually tweeted out uh, Mel Gibson freedom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, was, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I loved it. So it was a uh, the the football was maybe a little lacking, but there was definitely some great storylines on Sunday. Yeah. All right, let's move into our worst things. And I'm, I'm going to kick this one off, guys, because everybody knows that I, I love kickers so much, especially for fantasy football. Kickers in football, very important. You need to have them. Kickers in fantasy football, garbage. Nine missed kicks and a missed extra point this past Sunday. 28 missed kicks for the entire season, and we're only in week three. And it's uh, – uh, from what I can tell, it, when when your kicker misses a kick in the game, I mean, it's hard to kind of come back from that. There's not many things aside from turnovers in fantasy football that take points away from you. But you line your kicker up, and even if it's a, you know, your 56-yard kick, you miss that, it goes against you. Or like uh, last year when they put not Justin Tucker because he can make anything, but if they well. put – if they put a, a, a kicker for a 63-yard kick 
before the halftime. Well, of course he's going to miss a 63-yard kick because he's not Justin Tucker. And then you're going to lose a point or two. So nine missed kicks, 28 missed kicks for the season, worst position in fantasy. I've said my piece. So Even, hang on, so nine, nine total. How many missed kicks did your pickup have? Uh, a lot. Uh, I think I think at least two or. I uh, yeah, I think you're rocking about thirty percent of those. Yeah, I, uh, and yeah. if you look at the last two weeks, Taylor, because I started Youngway Koo last week, and then Greg Joseph this week. So I think between the two kickers that I've decided to go with, uh, we've missed more field goals than we've made. You and are a man scorned. That is uh, that is that is not good. That is that is not allowed. And it should not be allowed on any fantasy roster. I'm, I'm yeah, trying well, to save it for everyone else. Prelude well, to my even the great pickups. Yeah, even the great Justin Tucker missed his extra one extra point of the yes. season this year. That's so. who the that's who the missed extra point was was from Justin yeah. Tucker. He, so he banged a 56 yarder just before that, and then they went down and scored after that and missed the extra point. I was like, well, that's that's his one for the season. Yeah. Is is it important? In, in in regular football, absolutely. Is it important in fantasy football? Not even close. So, all right, let's move on. Murph, why don't you give me your worst thing about week two? Week three, sorry. Week three. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, I had the AFC West. I mean, just the like, like we talked about earlier. I mean, the Chargers and – and maybe not only the not only the loss to um, not only the loss to the uh, Jags, but I mean just leaving Herbert out there that was that was a tough look for yeah. Brandon Staley. Like just letting him get this. I mean, people. If you ask, I mean, most people would probably say Herbert's like a top ten asset in the league as a player at worst, and um, like. And I don't, I don't, I just don't understand how you do that, or let let as a head coach do that to a pro football team. But, um, and then you know the Raiders look absolutely, they look terrible. They got beat by a lethargic uh, Titans team, or they look pretty like spent the last two games, and then they come out and roll the Raiders. Um, Henry looks like Henry. Uh you know, I just don't know. You know, when you're coming out and you're losing, you know, to to you're losing to uh, the AFC South. That's not that's not a good look. No, it is not. And then the yeah, I mean the Chiefs and the Chiefs too. You know, oh. coming out losing to a lackluster Colts, and uh, you know the only the only team kind of holding its own is I might some might argue the worst looking team this year is that's the Broncos, pulling one out against. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo Orlovsky running it out of the back of the end zone. Yeah, and it did not so, look good. That that game no, I, was ugly. I mean, I would still. I, I think Russ. I think the Raiders looked have looked as good, if not a little bit better, than the Broncos. Russell Wilson looks bad. Easily, easily, and and man, with the Raiders falling to zero and three, I mean that was some that was a dark horse team for a couple people to at least make the playoffs or or possibly even win the division. Because coming into this year, this was supposed to be the division where any anybody any team from that division could win the whole thing, and yeah. through three weeks they uh, they don't look very good, especially this week. All right, Taylor, you ready? I'll take it. 
Hit it. I am going to talk about the uh, train wreck that we call our home team, the Texans. No, oh, it's a low-hanging fruit, but I'll let, Dude, I'll allow it. It was. I'll allow it. I mean, I tried to wait, but three weeks in, it's so frustrating because they're playing decent, and they can at least put together like a good half of football, and then miraculously find a way to fuck it up. Whether it's coaching or kicking or timeouts or management, it's just we can find a way to lose and or tie. And I feel like it makes us look worse than just fucking getting skunked for three straight games. Is we're in it, but we find a way to lose. You can't and convince it's me. Ridiculous. You can't convince me that we're not tanking. You, you can't. Yeah, already. Like, like, honestly, I think we play the, the first half or even the first three quarters. And then the owner calls down to the head coach and says, the hell are you doing? Lose this game. As you should be. <laughs> Pull a Dolphins on them. But, uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, that's honestly, you can't convince me that like the coach isn't going, oh, yeah, that's right, I'm supposed to lose. Um, Sadly, that makes the most sense with how they play. I mean, that's, right. that's very plausible. It's, it's three games in a row now that they've played well until the third quarter and then just, pff, we're going to throw it away. Yeah. Fuck, change your mind. Yeah. Well, I want to be the little silver lining here as the non-Texans fan amongst us. I will say, y'all's young guys played really good. Yeah. Like, y'all's, y'all's, all y'all's early picks y'all had this year – the Petrie guy, Stingley looks good. I can't, I, f- I forget the guard's name, but he's he's been looking good. I mean, Damian Pierce looks solid. It's it's like you said. There's 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 some sparks there, like there's you said, pieces. Taylor, where you look good. You like you look you look solid, like a co- a coherent football team. And then, you know, you let Khalil Herbert look like Walter Payton. You know, it's <laughs> like a god. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. It's what we get for being uh, Texans fans. Hey, October's coming. That's all I can say. Um, Astros are winning. Yeah. Let's uh, let's look up. Let's 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 go to what we're most looking forward to for Week Three. Um, Taylor, start us off with with what you're looking forward to. Uh, I will excuse the plane in the background. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> game I chose because I like to, or Anthony, I like to leave Ravens for Murph. Um, I wanted this Sunday night's game of the Chiefs versus the Bucks. So, limited to choose from, but this one definitely stuck out to me. Um, and looking through the stats, the, the Chiefs are actually the fourth best offense in points per game. And the uh, Tampa Bay defense is number one. So, that should be a good battle of O versus D. Um, and then more curious on Brady. On if this is, is this Brady done? Is he going to turn this around? Granted, he's had issues with his weapons, but Brady of old could find ways to make this work. And, it's, I mean, Brady right now is the 27th fantasy quarterback. And just for you rookies out there, there's 32 teams. So, that's that's brutal. Yeah. 27th yeah. best. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that should be. I mean, a week ago, I would have told you, no, that's – I mean, just looking at what the Bucks did and them not having the weapons that they're supposed to have, you know, it's, uh, the Chiefs are going to steamroll them. But then the Chiefs lost to the Colts, who have looked like a hot garbage pail. So, yeah, 
who knows? It could be a great game. <laughs> Sunday night. Did you see how uh, NBC was was hyping up the Sunday night game? Of uh, no. they were comparing uh-huh. um, they were comparing Tom Brady to Patrick Mahomes, but it was the the guy singing "Young Man, Look at My Life." It's like you are, I am a lot like you are, but it was comparing Brady. I was like, they're really reaching. I think they're reaching. <laughs> well, they've been reaching on that for a while. Oh, I know. Yeah, well, they they want Mahomes to take over the mantle, but Tom Brady's like, I'm not going away. I'm I'm invincible, and I eat plants. <laughs> we just that's kind of what I think past. with that matchup. These are these are two elite teams in the NFL. Oh yeah, we could and easily see them in the Super Bowl. Year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that, that's that should yeah. be a good one. All right, Murph. And uh, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say. I mean, you got. I think. I think you got both teams are gonna want to come out and kind of prove a point with you know Evans coming off the suspension. Maybe you know Brady wanting to come out and you know show that you know after the loss to Rodgers and then you know the enemy and. Mahomes got into it for the Chiefs, yeah. so they're going to want to make everybody think it's all good in the neighborhood. So we'll see. I, I, I do like that pick. Uh, and Murph, I was going to let you go next, but no, I'm going to jump in front of you because I think Taylor and I both wanted to take your matchup that, that you're going to talk about, but we let you have it for obvious reasons. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to um, add on to my best thing and I'm going to I'm going to say I'm I'm looking forward to the Jacksonville Philadelphia matchup which is really weird for me to say. Um, <laughs> sounds weird. <laughs> but with with Jacksonville being 2 and 1 and Philly just looks like one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Um, and their defense is no joke. Their offense is obviously really good with with Hurts, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. Um, but their defense has been playing really well. Um, so, But that's what we were saying about the Chargers defense and the Colts defense. So Jacksonville's had a way to look good or make good defenses look bad for some reason. So I'm really curious to see if Jacksonville can keep it up against the Eagles, um, maybe make it an interesting game. In the end, I think Philly, you know, wins – pretty easily i don't think it's going to come down to the wire but with jacksonville right now i just don't know so i'm, I'm actually really looking forward to, to watching that game yeah i think it's going to be uh, i i i think philly yeah philly's fate philly's favored there but you know i'll be pulling i'll be pulling hard for jacksonville because philly looks like a a juggernaut in the making yeah yeah they look I hope really for good. a uh, high scoring game with lots of smith points uh, I would prefer AJ Brown and uh, and then James Robinson to just get everything because I'm not sitting him again. Um, Hang on, just to be clear, did you sit him last week? Can we yeah. let's uh, Murph? What are you most looking forward to <laughs> for week four? Yes, Anthony, I'll get right on that. Thank you. He sat him. Uh, I'm gonna mute both of you <laughs> and I'll just do the podcast solo. Why did I? Why no. did I want to do this to myself? Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, this is like it's it's not a great salve for when those weeks are bad. It's definitely it's tough to come and people you know, say that it's your, good to come in wounds. and get it off your chest, but I'd I'd already gone through the process. 
you know, and I was mm. kind of over it. And then I get on the podcast with y'all, and I immediately hate fantasy football again. Yeah, that's what oh. Monday and tu- Mondays are for. Tuesday, uh. I don't need a double dose. But I am looking forward to the matchup of the week that uh, my team is playing in. And they're going against the, you know, I think the Super Bowl favorite at this point, even though they lost to the Dolphins last week. Baltimore uh, is hosting the Buffalo Bills and the fighting Josh Allens. So I'm, you know, I'm worried. I'm kind of preparing myself for... I mean, I'm I'm hoping it's not a blowout, but I it's probably going to be more like they rip my heart out at the end. But uh, you know, I'm hoping Baltimore asserts itself as you know. I mean, everybody's kind of paying attention to them, so it's not like there's some you know sneaky team. But you know, I'd like to prove early that we're Super Bowl contenders. Um, but man, like I even though Buffalo in a loss last week, they uh, I think I saw they had the ball for almost 50, almost 40 minutes. They more than doubled up the uh, Dolphins in offense, uh, and 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 they, I mean, the Dolphins kicked the ball into their punter and their punt protector's ass and out the back of the end zone. I mean, and they still lost. So I think I, I don't. I think Buffalo's still the you know the the top of the league, but you know I'm ready for Mahomes. Or not Mahomes, uh, Allen Jackson, Allen versus Jackson. You know, round great country singer. Two round three, yeah. So, Sorry, hoping for another Jackson five. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's I, a stretch. I liked the Allen Jackson pun, but I'm a that was that was a that was a dad joke. Um, oh no, I loved it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, should be a great matchup. Hopefully, a preview of. Uh, either an AFC championship or just an AFC playoff game. Um, but as good as, as Lamar has looked and Josh Allen still looks just as good as he did last year. Um, I really am hoping for a back and forth. Um, this game will probably be featured on red zone a lot. So um, it's going, it's going to be a fun matchup. There, there weren't too many to choose from this week, but that's what we said last week. And, NFL yeah. is is you know kind of weird that you know like that so um, but yeah on on paper this one looks like it could be a lot of fun to watch. I think we all found some good ones. I'm just kind of tired of them forcing Broncos, 49ers, and Cowboys, Giants down our throat at prime time. Like NFL, get on your flex scheduling early or let the let the you know networks choose their games later or something because this is. That was brutal watching last night. Yeah, I and the night before, <laughs> I I didn't I didn't have any players, and I saw no reason to put myself through that. So oh. I got I got some sleep. Well, the scores were tight enough in mine and Taylor's, and Elliot and Saquon decided to hold their scoring until the second half. So yeah. unfortunately, that's when I had to pay attention. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well. Um. All right, we're done, right? We don't have to get into last week's. We're just gonna skip that part, right? We don't gotta get into last week's matchup. Oh no, let's go over. We should see. We should let the guys know how. Yeah, everybody did. Uh, you know, everybody they did their best. They everybody <laughs> put in some really good tries. Um. All right, we're gonna move on. Um, we decided we're gonna switch up how we do our recaps. 
instead of all of us just kind of diving into the games and, and me um, kind of going over all of the games and then letting the guys comment on them, um, I think there were, you know, I'm, I'm taking me out of it more. I'm going to do less me and more of the other guys. So we each took two games that weren't our own matchups, um, and we're going to – each one of us are going to dive into those games. And then uh, going forward for next week's matchups, we're actually going to draft live on the podcast here uh, which matchups we want to focus on, and uh, then we're going to make some predictions on those as well. So uh, that'll make a little more sense once we get into next week's um, previews. But let's go ahead. We're going to start with the game of the week, Allen's Little Beauties taking down Fudd Buckerson and Murph I'm gonna turn it over to you sir thank you Anthony yeah this um you know this was one of the closer matches I think uh, I think we've had in the league um you know I mean so obviously one thing or another going you know going anyway could have could have swung could have swung this one I Took particular interest in it because you know both both teams. This was one of the two and O two and O matchups, and as another undefeated team, I wanted to see who was going to come out of this one. Um, but I think uh, the kind of the tail of the tape here was you know Allen Josh Allen for Britt, you know kind of outdueling you know his own receivers in Diggs and Davis for Corbin. They just they didn't get enough of the work. I mean, Miami. Miami seemed like they wanted to let Allen throw to you know backup tight ends and his running back all day, and not let Diggs go for you know. I mean, Diggs puts up twenty six in his sleep. So, Allen, Allen keeping down at twenty six. You just thought that's something for Corbin, but uh, or in favor of Corbin, but it didn't didn't help him here. And then um, you know, Britt's Sunday call up of Russell Gage, his top his top performer. Um, you know, that, that, uh, that kind of swung the matchup. There's really, you know, Cor- I think Corbin had a fine day except for Davis. It's just Britt had the, you know, Allen, Allen, and then Russell Gage kind of popped for him. And that's, that's what kind of swung it. Other than that, you know, it's, that's a tough, that's a tough loss. And, uh, you know, you think, you think you're lucky stars when you win that one. Very close game. Came down to Sunday or yeah Sunday night right? Came down to Sunday night, and really could have gone either way. So uh, it's going to be hard to find a, a matchup like that going forward. Uh, really decided by one point. I mean that's that's really hard to. Uh, that's a tough loss for Corbin, and Britt can unclench his butt cheeks. You know. Yeah. I I was going through like all the players and I was just like man so such a tiny thing could could have, have won this one I'm I'm glad it wasn't uh, I've had I've had some close matches before but having to worry over this one would I'm glad it's early in the season and I'd be glad it's early in the season and it's not a you know something really yeah. wasn't weighing on this and again Corbin was uh, was bit by the Juju Smith Schuster slash uh, Damian Pierce in his flex or Gabe Davis. You know, this week he went Gabe Davis. If 
he would have gone Juju, he would have won. So, yeah. Well, and you know, Cook came out. I mean, Cook comes out of the game. I mean, it's not you know, it's not a bit. It's not a you know anything. Like I was saying, any, anything either way could have really swung. I mean, could have swung it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take the next one because this was the next game of the week, and it was uh, the the shave bowl as we called it last week. Um, Taylor still has his facial hair, so that'll have to change. Uh, ass cheeks. <laughs> There's not a razor strong enough no. in the world to get through that. <laughs> not just the cheeks. We want the whole taint. Got to go all up in there. Get up in there. Mel's going to have a fun night yeah. Friday night. That's a date night idea right there. Um, So, getting into the matchup, Murphy's Law took down the Strictator 128.32 to 108.86. Um, just looking at the score, you'd think it was more of a blowout. It actually wasn't. It was a little bit closer going into Monday night. Um, starting off Thursday, uh, Najee Harris not really putting up a dud for Murph, but not living up to expectations per se. Um, so can I, can I chime in there? Cause well, sure. I, I went to bed and he had 14 points. And I woke up and he had like 11 point sticks. Like, what the fuck happened? It was like <laughs> three minutes left. And then once I saw that they did a little lateral thing and he fumbled, I was like, oh, oh my God, I hope I, I yeah. by like two points. Killer. And it just I was asleep for that soul. too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but that, it didn't happen, so neither here nor there. But yeah. I think that's bullshit it, that that got counted against him. Uh, well, that's just like the kneel downs and taking point three points off of a quarterback for a negative three rushing yards. You know, but yeah, anyway, the analytic, you know, the analytic uh, fantasy scoring yeah. will come come one day. But so after Thursday night, Taylor, you know, he's he's feeling, you know, it's pretty good. He got a little bit of a chance here. You know, his, his number one running back didn't didn't put up uh, didn't put up that what he was predicted, at least. Exactly. So didn't, you're, didn't you're feeling pretty good. Uh, then he got Lamar Jackson. Forty points. 218 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, 100 rush, 107 rushing yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Um, he, yeah, I mean, just and, and Kyler Murray, man, the the Cardinals look like garbage right now. Um, so the quarterbacks didn't match up, and then, I mean, you had Mark Andrews do his thing, Darren Waller putting up a dud for Murph. Uh, it was a little close going into Monday night, and Taylor had Zeke, and Murph had Barkley, and Barkley got that touchdown late. Elliot got in in the second half, right? I fell asleep. I didn't actually watch the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But let's be let's be clear. Elliot would have needed like thirty points. Yeah. Take. Yes, it wasn't either that or Barkley. It was enough to make me watch nothing. Cowboys so, Giants. Right. Yeah, well, that's what fantasy's good for. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, was, I had that <laughs> slight hope that he'd break like an eighty-yard run with like three minutes left, and yeah. No. I will say, when the first two Lamar touchdowns went to Andrews, I was like, "This is not yeah. a good day." <laughs> Cody was here. Oh, we were laughing. I was like, "Oh, I can just eat up all his points," and then yeah, he changed his mind. Yeah. 
Um, but so I'm going to look at, at a good thing and a bad thing from the matchup. So obviously a good thing uh, for Murph, Lamar Jackson, putting up 40 points. If your quarterback puts up 40 points, I mean, that's almost, you know, a game winner right there. But a uh, good thing for Taylor, you got Mark Andrews, so it looks bright. You scored 108 in a loss. I mean, that's that's still pretty good. And then a bad thing for Murph, <laughs> it's hard to find a bad thing, but a bad thing and a good thing, Khalil Herbert on the bench, putting up 29, almost 30 points. But that's because Montgomery got hurt early in the game and Herbert went in against the lifeless Texans. So now you have that sitting on your bench. Uh, congratulations to you. You going to play him or Bateman next week? I am against uh, – I'm leaning, I'm leaning Herbert right now. That will be a tough yeah. one all week. And then uh, – Bad for Taylor, sat Devonta Smith, putting 27 points on the bench, played Thielen above him, which and Brandon Cooks, who didn't do anything. But I'm kind of surprised you played Thielen. I mean, I know he got the touchdown. He scored 15 points, so it looks good. Well, let's, but he let's, hadn't let's done be, anything the two weeks prior. Let's Eight targets be clear. is nice. Devonta yeah. had 11 points through the first two weeks. So well, I, I, I feel good that he took off. Because now I can maybe trust him a little more. But Devonta, yeah, I, I sat Devonta in the I'm league. Sure I have him in too. Yeah. All right. But I, I feel like it's a good thing he got those points on the bench. Yes. Okay. It's a good thing. All right, Taylor. Why don't you take your first matchup? Breezed up, deaf guy, taken down, and he changed his name recently to Oh Fuck. Yeah. So uh, excuse the f- fucking hug in the background. Um. This was actually one of our uh, battles of the 0-2s to see yeah. who's going to try and climb out of the dumpster. Um, and I kind of feel bad for them both because neither team has played bad. I mean, Josh and Drew, they've they've put up decent points, but they are two of the three teams with the most points scored again. So they've, they've been burned so far, and my God. And we're going to take a short little intermission while Taylor deals with dogs. Um, this He's is our crowd control. This is our weekly um, "What Up, Dog" segment on the podcast, where we, we should, uh, get to hear from Jaeger. Pick a weekly underdog for you to gamble on. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as the dog barks, that's when we got to bet on the underdog. Next, we're gonna hear my wife bark because I just threw them inside barking. Um, where was I? So yeah. Anyways, they they, they played decent. Um, but Josh obviously did pull this one out. Um, those four straight running back drafted picks actually paid off. Um, RB1 Henry and two Chubb combined for 40 points. That led him to 120 to 96 win. Other side of that drew his underperformers. Aaron Jones with four points kind of ties into the failure of our early running backs this year. Four points is brutal as a first rounder. Um, and then Brady with 15. So, other than those two, Drew's team put up a good effort, but 19 points from your quarterback and your RB1. I mean, you're going you're gonna to lose a lot of games that way. So, I'm curious to see if this is the week he cuts ties with Brady. Hint, hint, Drew. Man, I, mm. wish, I wish I could get 19 points from my quarterback and RB1. Um, yeah, tough loss for Drew. 
Um, put up a, a, a decent fight. Um, but the Bucks took Aaron Jones out of the game plan, basically. and um, Wrong Green Bay running back this week. Yeah. Man, that's got to be a a fun mind game to play every week. Hmm. All right. I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. All right, Murph. Well, he's got both of them. <laughs> oh, he does. No, well, you know. No. Oh, does Drew have? No, no. no, no I was no, talking no. about you. You have ATN and Robinson, yeah, so you literally have to make that decision. Yeah. Well, that's what's well, easy right now, but it might get harder in the season, but we'll see. Um, all right, Murph, why don't you take next one? Hard R taking down Chuck Nasty. Oh, yeah. Get to break down this week, my, uh, my opponent this week's game. So, Charlie, you Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> what are we to do? I wanted to sum Charlie's week up into one play from his team, and it's the Kamara fumble, and then the Panthers' defensive end just runs it all the way to the end zone in the opposite direction. Because that's where Charlie's team's going right now. I mean, you know... Your stud, Devontae Adams, gets you less than a dozen. I mean, you know, luckily Christian Kirk has been, you know, worth the contract. So he's been putting up points. But you had a running back and a wide receiver on your bench that outscored both of your wide receiver starters and both of your running back starters. So that's that's not that's not good, my guy. You know, I want good things for you, and that's not good. Um, and then, you know, uh, let me see here. I'm trying. I had a point. I had a point to make. Oh, right, 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 right. Jimmy's team here. You know, Mahomes doing Mahomes things. The Mahomes and Kelsey. You know, even Kelsey dropped that past the end zone. You know, they had a good enough day to not beat the Colts, but they had a good enough day to beat Charlie, you know. Um, Devin DuVernay, lifetime Longhorn, you know, I don't know how I don't know how frequent that's going to be the case, but uh, he's been doing it so far and caught a crazy pass from Lamar. You survived a, a four-point outing from Tyreek Hill. I mean, uh, that's, that's tough, Charlie. you got to capitalize on that, man. Um, yeah, I just, you know, Cody had a, Cody had a, or a mediocre day and, and Charlie just had a, a, you know, a good day for Charlie, but unfortunately it's just not going to get it done. If a good day for Charlie is 88 points, that's, that's not looking very good. Um, but even with Jonathan Taylor scoring less than 11 points, Devin Singletary shows up out of nowhere and... I mean, he was targeted 11 times. He got nine receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown out of nowhere. Wow. And then Cody hits the one of the running back lotteries with, you know, Jamal Williams. And he has to start him. He's bad enough that he needs to start him. Yeah, exactly. Like, he he put him in over Penny, which was the, the right call. And now he gets to play Jamal Williams for at least two weeks while DeAndre Swift is out with his, was it a ankle? No. 
No, it's not anything that's. It's not that. But it might keep him out for like three it's gonna weeks. It's going to keep. They, they've talked about keeping him They said him out they might rest him until the bye week. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, just Charlie doing Charlie things. Uh, all right. You know, those young people, they're resilient. He'll bounce back. His Aggies won. So, if the Aggies win, then he's fine. He's not expecting to win in fantasy. Like he's, you know, that's his that's his problem. He doesn't have the mindset for it. Maybe that's the secret. I don't know. It's not a secret I want. <laughs> All right, uh, we're gonna move into the next one. The gastro disastro takes down the commissioner's pet ninety four to ninety one, and let me just the commissioner's pet, aka unluckiest team in the league, in my opinion. Um, Kirk Cousins somewhat salvaged his day, but he was playing real bad the whole year for Matt, or the whole week for Matt. Um, and then Javante Williams and James Conner both scoring under eight points uh, for his running backs. And the biggest unluckiest part of all, Justin Jefferson, three receptions for 14 yards. His worst ever outing since coming into the NFL. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that that sucks. I like that's rough, buddy. Um, luckily, he'll get Keenan Allen back next week, but you know, it's just a real bad outing or just bad luck because you went up against Little Dan who only gets 10 points from Stafford. He gets less than 10 points and from Leonard Fournette and Jamar Chase. But he decided, I mean, his hopes were kind of dashed Thursday night when Amari Cooper just decides to score all of the points for Cleveland. 101 yards, seven receptions, and a touchdown. So you're already going into Sunday games down 20 points to a wide receiver that was only supposed to score half that. So, again, with the unlucky for Matt, uh, Terry McLaurin had a decent game. Hawkinson lived up to his expectations. And Akers actually had a decent showing. Um, Did lose that fumble, but still, you lost to Little Dan with Jamar Chase only scoring nine points. To me, that's just a sign of real bad luck. Close game. You know, four point three point difference. But man better weeks are to come for Matt, you would hope, but starting 0 three, it's gonna be gonna be a tough road to, to make the playoffs. No more losses, that's for sure. <laughs> no more losses. Well, it's all right, uh, let's move it, on to uh, – oh, go ahead. I'll say, <laughs> at least in our league's history, we've had a lot of winners that have gone 7-6 and six or 7-7 seven and seven now that oh. they added the game. So That's true. There's, there's, there's hope. There's still – yeah, there's still hope. He's not, has not the top – I mean, that's a tough question off the top of your head, but can you all remember, has the top seed ever won? Once. Yes. That's the year that he'd be seeing. That was two years ago. I he, had, he had Josh Allen and uh, yeah. The only number one seed win. Because I don't think I was number one seed that year, even though no, I Lamar think you were was number two. Yeah. 
And uh, last year I was wild card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't so I know basically, it. Basically, all you got to do is squeak into those playoffs, and then yeah. you never know okay. from there. All right, so I think we're done with all the matchups, right? We can. No, no, no. We've got the best one to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, do you want to introduce it? I don't. Um, Henson's <laughs> Carpet Stains takes down Cooper Troopers. Take it away. <sighs> yes, this was, this was, I, I enjoyed Why did I give this to um, you? Yeah, you poor choice. What, what I was I get, thinking? Until I get to the waivers. <laughs> I was so, very confident. That's what I was thinking. This uh, this was our uh, last two champions facing off. So you think we'd have a a, a great battle here? Maybe. And last year's than... last year's final. Oh yeah, repeated that. So you, you think they would know what they were doing? Um, but definitely rough for uh, Copper Troopers. Um, I changed that. Pulling out, pulling out. <laughs> One at the lowest score of the week at 82 points. Woo! Um, yeah, they were rocking it. Led by Mixon with five. Um, kind of a backhanded compliment, but Cup finally had a uh, come-down-to-earth game at 14 points. So, yeah, fuck off with that. I Scored a rushing nine. touchdown. Yes, he still found a way. It's very frustrating. Um, but the flex kicker and defense going for a combined zero points out of a projected 27 how do you feel that game went for you anthony uh a lot of mistakes were made um first of all first mistake first mistake allowing kickers in the league definitely a mistake because you cannot predict them and they all suck only you cannot predict no nobody can they all suck nobody can nobody can okay um, forget I will be honest. I was actually feeling pretty good at the 12 o'clock games. I mean, Herbert was put, was letting me down. Patterson, A.J. Brown, Goddard scored his touchdown. Cup got his rushing touchdown. I'm thinking, okay. But D.J. Moore is no more on my starting lineup. <laughs> I, I am – just the worst keeper selection ever. It's oh, it's tough to keeper. say. I think you you long for Sam Darnold. I do. I I'm I'm the Wolverine meme with Sam Darnold's picture in the frame because yes, at least DJ Moore was doing something. Throw it to my sweet but boy DJ. But the worst part is DJ Moore scoring two points while James Robinson scores nineteen. On the bench. I, I'm really glad you brought that up because I didn't even look into that fact. I just went with their starters, so that's uh. I had. Can I? Can I? Just, just help me make make me feel better. I had James Robinson in my flex the entire week with DJ Moore on the bench, and then the last minute, I decided to go against my gut. Because I said, James Robinson is playing the Chargers, whose defense I'm starting. And they, have a, they are a good defense. Okay? So, they, like, they have to stop James Robinson. The Chargers are going to be way ahead. They might use ETN. But, like, the Saints should kill the, the, the Panthers, whatever mm. horrible team this guy's on. So, I would think that they would be throwing more. 
you know, and, and DJ Moore has done well against the Saints in the past. So I went against my gut that I, I had James Robinson in the flex all week, and I switched it up at the last minute, and I lost by six points. You tinkering son of a gun. Yeah, I won't take your side. I have no defense for you. Uh, nobody should take my side. My side is yeah. terrible. I don't take my side. But, but let's be clear. To continue, Henson doesn't, yeah, doesn't get to sound good. He doesn't get talk, to sound good. Here. Talk about Henson, please. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he got lucky. He only won because he happened to be playing you um, as he got the second lowest points at 87 this week. Brutal. Yeah. Um, that Russell trade. I Russell hate Wilson this. trade looking more and more brutal every week. Um, he put up nine. Henson kind of withdrew. How long are you going to ride that ship? Are you going to yeah. get rid of it? Um, Sanders is RB1, put up five. Knight in shining armor, which helped take down Anthony, was his Broncos defense, which is higher sco- highest score. Where do you see Sanders points. at? He played McCaffrey and Montgomery. Disregard that, then. Oh, man. JK. Well, either way. Who's doing this research? When Montgomery went out in the first quarter, only putting up one point, I, you know, you never hope for an injury, but you feel pretty good if you're playing against it. And McCaffrey yeah. only scoring twelve and a half, and and nobody on his team really went out. Well, the Broncos' defense when they didn't need to. I was up Sunday night going into that Sunday night game, and he had Russ, and he had the Broncos' D, and. Yeah, the safety at the end killed me. The four sacks. I mean, I just watched my lead just deteriorate. I wasn't even worried about Russ. I was worried about the Broncos' defense. And like I said, it took all the way till the fourth quarter, but eventually they crushed my dreams of a perfect season. Yeah, well, you, you earned it. We'll get to that later. Yeah, I did. Terrible decisions. Anyway, this is like the this is like the Twilight Zone version of Brit versus Corbin. This was just <laughs> ugly, right? <laughs> yes, it absolutely was. It was down to the wire, except it was you know a piece of dog poop against something equally as gross. It's two bums fighting with screwdrivers. Gross. I mean. Oh, at least that's entertaining. Ours was not entertaining. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd enjoy that much carnage. Let's let's move this right along so we can bash Anthony a little bit more. Um, I think now I'm actually going to turn it over to Murph because we've got a new ad. And they specifically requested Murph. They did not want to hear my voice any longer. I am so happy to be presenting for this new this new ad, Anthony. Thank you so much. So thrilled to be partnering with this next company as they actually reached out to us after hearing about one of our managers dealing with a common common problem. Uh, let me ask you, pink eye throwing off your drip? Did you imagine a life of piracy being a little more flamboyant? 
Ditch the doctor-prescribed gauze and whatever scraps of leather you scalawags could make work. Stylish sight recovery and protection is just over the horizon. Introducing Remy's Bedazzled Eye Patches. Remy's Bedazzled Eye Patches help you keep your swag and your dignity while recovering from possible poo particles in your cornea. Strike fear and jealousy into even the blackest of hearts on the seven seas. Remy's Bedazzled Eye Patches are all handmade to our customers' exact specifications. Find one of our lavish showrooms today for a free and discreet consultation and fitting. Don't miss your next connection because your last missed the shower. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you so much, Remy's, for uh, getting with us and in touch and helping support our podcast. That just it means the world. We have the best sponsors ever. Find me another podcast that has sponsors like ours. You can't. I'll wait. That that was a good blind read. I, I was not aware of that one. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's because you, know, you missed wanted, the production meetings. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good work. Um, all right. We're already an hour in, so let's go ahead and get to... Uh, Let's get to our sleeper breakdown. We'll we'll uh, read those out real quick. So, best team, again, goes to Mr. Brandon Murphy. 128.32 points. Uh, you, worst team uh, goes to me. 82.18 points. Uh, players of the week, Lamar Jackson, 40 points. Uh, Jamal Williams, 23 points at the running back. Taylor, Marquise Brown, 21 points. And Mark Andrews at tight end, 20, almost 25 points. Uh, apparently the most important position in fantasy, the kicker, Daniel Carlson, with 10 points. And the Eagles defense, putting up 20, who I should have picked up. Uh, bench warmers of the week. So Henson picked up to a tag of Iloa, but didn't start him. Um, Khalil Herbert. Obviously, on Murph's bench, Devonta Smith on Taylor's bench, 27 points. Charlie still rocking two tight ends. George Kittle with five points on the bench. And Little Dan with two defenses. And the Ravens putting up 13 points. Um, can't say anything. He won. So it's kind of like the Denver motto, you know. Looks like crap, but we won, so let's keep doing it. Man um, is just representing yeah, he just wants a piece. Uh, the most efficient manager goes to Jimmy's team. 107 points out of 107 points. Uh, the least efficient manager, that's just mean, goes to me. Uh, 20 points under my projection, or possible points, I guess. Uh, highest points in a loss, Mr. Taylor Strick. 108. Yay. Lowest points in a win, Mr. Henson with 87. I love fantasy football. Uh, biggest <laughs> blowout um, goes to Josh, 120 over uh, Drew's 95. Uh, of course, the narrow victory goes to Britt, squeezing it out 106 to 105 over Corbin. Uh, Murph gets the overachiever, 128 to his projected 114 
And why not? I get the underachiever at 82 to my projected 120. Mm. Dang. Yeah. So let's go over some standings real quick. So Murph is in first place, 403 points. Uh, Britt in second place with 339 points. Jeez, mm. that's huge. Um, well, there's somebody that's a little closer. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's team is a little closer. He's two and one, 348 points. So we only have two two and oh, or two undefeated teams remaining. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Corbin in fourth place with 333 points. Henson in fifth place with 328. Uh, Taylor in sixth also with 328. And yours truly in seventh with 307 points. That sucks. Um, and then, yes. <laughs> yeah, Josh in eighth place at one and two, uh, 311 points. Uh, little Dan, one and two in ninth place, 265 points. And then we have three 0 and three teams. Drew with 307 points. Which is more than me, Jesus. Um, yeah. <laughs> Charlie with 287 points, and bringing up the rear, the commissioner's pet, 246 points. Maybe you shouldn't get Mel to shave your ass. Maybe you should get Matt to do it. I, I he's he's earning it. So yeah, well, no no joke. Um, so that's where we stand after three weeks. Um, some feel good. Some feel. Really bad. Um, all right, let's move into next week's matchups. So what we're going to do um, is we're going to draft which matchups we want to talk about next week on the podcast. And we've determined the uh, order of our three-man draft by how our teams did in the previous week. So Murph won, so he gets the number one pick. Taylor lost but scored more points than me. So he gets the number two pick, and I get the number three pick because I suck. So, and then after um, after we pick which matchups we want to see, um, we'll go through and, and give our predictions for each matchup. And we're gonna, we're gonna keep a, we're gonna keep a tally going um, from here forward. To see, you know, just between the three of us, who's better at picking winners. Um, it's going to get real interesting when we get to our own matchups. So, Murph, the floor is yours. You have the number one pick. Which matchup would you like to talk about next week? Well, there weren't any undefeated matchups to choose from, but my number one competition is going up against the number third, or the, the number third, the number, the number third. three team. <laughs> Number third, Jimmy's team, you know, I look and he, you know, coming strong last week, beating, uh, winning. Uh, so yeah, Britt and Cody, that's going to be my first or my first pick. Okay. And, and we're waiting to pick. So after, yeah. Taylor. Yeah. So Murph. Taylor, you and I can, can give our predictions and we'll let Murph give it that way. Whoever's okay. talking about the, whoever's talking about the matchup next week can be the right. last one. You, you can get the advantage, I guess, sort of. 
So, Taylor, looking at these teams, Mahomes versus Allen. Um, so, I mean, Jimmy drafted a really good team. He did. As it sits right now, projections are 118 versus 101, but that's with Gage in the lineup. He'll obviously be swapped out, but even swapping him. I mean, I'd, I sorry, Brett. I know you're. I know you're three and zero, but I think uh, I think Jimmy's going to pull this game out. I don't think he's going to swap him because DeAndre Swift. I don't think is going to play. Uh, so depending on who he gets in free agency or, or in the waivers, which I don't think will be, uh, there's not very many running backs to to plug in. I think Gage Luke has Dillon to stay. The flex. I think Dylan has to to go to running back. That's exactly what he's gonna have to do. And uh, you're gonna have to play, either Judy. Yeah, or someone off of of the waivers. Does and does Britt have an altar to try to get Christian McCa- Christian McCaffrey hurt? Why does he have Dante Foreman? Uh, he's playing the long game. I guess he. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad bet. Ever it's been the past two years, McCaffrey's gotten hurt. Uh, yes. But yeah, with with the injury to Swift, um, and lack of of depth on the bench for for Britt, it's an easy pick for me. I'm I'm going Cody. That's that's two Cody. Which got yeah, well. Let's uh let's sweep it. Jimmy's team's winning. All right, way to go, Jimmy's team. All right, Taylor, you have the next pick. Who are you choosing? So, looking through these, these are a lot of kind of uninteresting games this week. I'm going to pick a two. I'm going to go breast uh, up death guy with uh, Mr. Walsh versus... You just want to do that in case I lose. <laughs> You're <laughs> such a dick. The <laughs> Maldonado, I think this will be a good one. Cause, I mean, Josh has a decent team. He just has not found found the wins he's needed so i'm gonna go with this one i was i was not prepared to talk or to to make my prediction over this one yet um well then you can wait let me go ahead and make my go ahead i yeah i've gotta go look josh did the did the four running back thing it's you know it's working out for him now i've i've got real concerns with herbert like and if Cup doesn't put up like thirty plus, I got I got other worries about you. You know you're playing the Robinson and ATN roulette game, so I don't like that for you. But uh, yeah, I've got to go. I've got to go with the running back, the running back driven, breezed uh, up deaf guy here and Josh. Great. Um, I mean, I. Uh, I look at the team. I know Mixon's been a dud for two weeks. Playing in what should be a shootout in Miami on Thursday. I know Herbert's hurt. And honestly, I'm not liking my chance. I looked back, and Josh has scored more points than me for two out of the three weeks. Um, but... Far be it for me to quit on my guys. All right? This is my team. I'm taking them all the way. Cup, 
AJ, this is, this is a battle of the running backs drafted versus the wide receivers drafted. Okay? This is, this is the Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb versus Cooper Cup and AJ Brown. And I'm, I'm going wide receivers all the way in this one. I'm, I'm not quitting on my team, so I'm picking myself to win this one. All right. New age versus old school. Receivers over running backs. I like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hate to hate to join in with you, but, yeah, I think Anthony's going to pull this one out. Um, Herbert coming off injury I think is going to be better. Um, cup, down week, natural regression to the mean, which is like 30 points. He's going he's gonna to go off. Um, I'm going to take Anthony in this one. Wow. I was not expecting that. Okay. Not happy about it, but I, I think you're going to win. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, I'm totally cool being the only one on Josh Island. It took a lot for me to actually not go with Josh, to be honest. But because he's got a good I'm team, good he's, just, he's just gone up against, you know, he's gone up against players with better weeks. So. Yeah, uh, I'm first, hoping. I think he was number two scorer. Yeah, I'm hoping I, I get that one. Um, all right, well, I would return the favor, Taylor, and take your matchup. But I, I honestly think, looking at the matchups, that uh, I'm going to take Corbin versus Drew for my matchup. Um, I think that will be an interesting one to look at. There's some injuries that could make it closer. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Corbin versus Drew. I, I oddly think that's one of the more interesting ones too. I saw uh, I saw Murph's face when I took it, so that made me feel good. It was it was my next it was my next one on the board. I don't oh, like this. Just, just like the draft. It's like I, I gotta get sniped by y'all all over again. <laughs> all right. Well. Y'all are up. Murphy, you, you run with it. You've obviously looked at it, so I'm going to do my research. Yeah, I've uh, – for my pick here, I, I – you know, I think um, I'm, I'm really worried about doing this because it hasn't worked out for him so far, but I think I like Drew this week. You know, I mean, Amon Ra, yeah, Brady – you know, Brady hasn't looked great, but – you know, maybe he's going to get in a shootout with KC. And honestly, for Corbin, I, um, you know, I don't know if Cook's going to play, if he's going to be in a brace, if not. So, But he's got Madison. So, I mean, it's almost a wash, but I don't like that going, going, going into it for him. Um, you know, I think if he wanted to, he could probably move Pierce up and, and, and go with a wide receiver in his flex. But you know what are we gonna see from Kyle Pitts? I'm uh, I think Drew gets twenty from Amonra and CD, and you know the rest of him, his team just does enough to get past Corbin here. Yeah, I actually, I think I'm going to agree. Um, just with with Cook questionable, Diggs questionable. I know Drew's got St. Brown kind of borderline, but that one's looking better. Just, just on that alone with those question marks, and maybe they're not full strength. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to pick Drew. But hint, hint, Drew. Brady, Brady's yeah, still in that starting I'm, lineup. I'm, I'm going against y'all on this one. Um, 
looking at this, I know Dalvin Cook might not play. He's got Madison, so to me, I think that's a pretty good, um, you know, replacement. Um, you're going to have both Buffalo wide receivers in what should hopefully be a shootout in Baltimore. Um, Josh Jacobs has looked better as of late, and I have to pray that Joe Burrow just dumps the ball off to Joe Mixon a thousand times. Um, I don't like what we've seen with Tom Brady, uh, mostly just because of his lack of offensive line and lack of weapons. Um, hasn't looked very good. Um, Aaron Jones, you never know. Could be a blow-up week. Could be a Dylan week. And from what I've heard on Amon Ra, it could be possible he doesn't play. Um, now, and Garrett Wilson was injured last week's game and then came back in, so you have to think he'd be okay to play. Um, but from what I heard, Amon Ra was, was trending on the, on the downside mm. of that. Uh, he's got, you know, Deontay Johnson, uh, Julio Jones if he plays. Um, you can move Garrett Wilson up to your wide receiver. You can play Dobbins. Um, but I, I, I think Corbin, I think Corbin's going to take this one, even with the with the Cook injury. Yeah, I'm having my doubts as you go over it right there. But yeah, you made you made some good points, but you're obviously wrong. Oh, well, fuck you. Mm. Um, <laughs> all right, Murph, you get your next matchup to watch. What's it going to be? All right. Well. The oh, next oh, pick, oh, I'm, I'm going to go. Murph, hold one second. Oh. I forgot to mention this at the top of our draft part. We are not uh-huh. drafting our own matchups. So I cannot draft my matchup. Taylor can't draft his. Murph can't draft his. Exactly. That way there's that no biasy when we're going over it, you know, yes. diving into the details. So just not so everybody is aware. Biases. Of course here. not. No. No. We're completely impartial. Not. Fuck you, Hinson. Um,. All right, what you got, Murph? Well, speaking of biases, we got just an absolute sicko in this match. Strictator versus the Gastro Disaster. Disastro. And um, this uh, this is kind of the match I was I was really um, this is the one I'm I'm actually really feeling the feeling the underdog a little bit here. I think uh, I think you're right, or whoever said that. I think it was Anthony. That there's gonna be a shootout this Thursday in Miami, yeah. and I'm hoping Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase kind of gets gets back on track. Um, why the hell? No, no. I always make sure I got right person written down here. No, yeah. Uh, I'm actually changing my mind here. Going with Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I looked and uh, I'm. Uh, I think I. I think Chase. I was going off Chase and um, Stafford, but I don't. I don't. I don't like Acre, Acres there, and uh, I think Eckler. I think Eckler gets back, and and Murray. I think Murray and Stafford play each other to a or play each other to a draw there. So I'm gonna have to go with Taylor. Unfortunately, damn it! I really thought I could sell Dan. Mm. I thought that was a ballsy uh, first pick. I'm glad you came to my side. 
All right. Well, since Sorry, this Dan. is Taylor's <laughs> matchup, I guess I'll go. But I'm I'm looking at it right now. Arizona just doesn't look good. I know Marquise Brown went off. Well, they're playing Carolina, though. <laughs> Eckler's playing Houston. I'm sorry, little Dan. I really wanted to find some reason to pick you, but I just can't. Jamar Chase is great. Cooper, I think, was in – well, he's playing Atlanta, so he could have another good game. Akers is kind of iffy. And – Although I'm not in love with Zeke, he did have a decent game last week for Taylor, and he's got Mark Andrews. I know. Hence why I didn't want him. Um, yeah. I really wanted to go with Little Dan, but I'm going to go with Taylor on this one. Well, I, I appreciate y'all's support, as uh, reluctant as it was. Um, and because I'm going to choose myself and y'all chose me, I'm going to lose, but... Uh, Little Dan, I'm sorry, man. Um, I gotta go with me. Murray's been sucking ass. Eckler's been sucking ass, but you got just there's a lot of questions on your team, and you you make it hard to pick. So I'm gonna have to go with myself on this one. The ceilings are very far apart for these two teams. <laughs> yes. Right. All right, Taylor, what's your second matchup that you're gonna be watching for? Okay, so who's that? I so it looks I'm like gonna do so. We've got uh, we got Matt and Henson. Yep. And mm. Charlie and Murph. Yep. I'm going Matt and Henson. Yeah, I figured. I hate how close all of our rankings were. <laughs> <laughs> so I I can't pick yet. So y'all run with this, and I'm gonna search it. Gotcha. I'll uh, well I'll start. I am going to take Henson in this one. I think it's, you know, other than the travesty that is Russell Wilson, uh, I've got I've got a lot of faith in McCaffrey. I think he's just I think they're gonna figure out ways to get him the ball. You know, whether they gotta get Baker Mayfield out of there or not. Hopefully, you know that may help DJ more for you, Anthony. I hope not, but. Um, and then, yeah, Waddle. I think Waddle plays Jefferson to a draw here. Um, I don't know. I think I think Kirk Cousins is start. I mean, going up against New Orleans is no no day at the beach. Um, I forget their their cornerback's name, but he's probably. I think he's one of the guys that shadows. And even if not, he's probably going to be on Jefferson quite a bit. Um, yeah, I just like the uh, I like the ceiling of Henson's team. McCaffrey, Pittman, Williams, Waddle. Like it's he's got some ballers. And he can put in Henderson if he wants to raise the floor, which I would do instead of Miles Sanders, but you know, I like I like where Henson's sitting here. Yeah, on paper it looks really good for Henson. Um and it'd be really hard to go against him with McCaffrey, Pittman, Waddle. But I'm going to do it. I'm going against Ooh. him. I'm taking Matt to get his first victory. I think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson need a small little trip to London to get the chemistry back together. Small right? tea. Maybe, maybe they really like playing football early in the morning. Okay. So I think that could be a good connection for them. 
I think Javante can run against the Raiders. And honestly, he's going to get Keenan Allen back, who Herbert is going to rely on because I think he's hurting and he's going to want to find Keenan Allen. Now, where he's going to put him, I don't know. But he'll put him somewhere. Maybe over Drake London, even though that's, you know, Drake London's been really good. But I think Matt is going to pull this one off, take his first victory over Henson. I, uh, I always want to agree with going against previous champions, but I cannot get there, Anthony. Uh, going, yeah, going position by position. Um, I mean, Henson's Henson's got to beat other than Jefferson. It's it's a pretty steady Henson win with with Allen in that at least gets him two for Matt, but that's a stretch. So, but on that note, I see a lot of wide receiver depth on uh, this Matthew team. So anybody short, running back trades, good idea. But I, I think Henson pulls this one out pretty easily. Okay. Well, it's, I'm glad we're not just agreeing with each other on every matchup, so that's good. I think we only swept two of them. So far. Is someone, um, is someone taking notes on our picks? Yeah, so yeah, far. I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, so last matchup, obviously, I've got last pick. Murphy's Law versus Chuck Nasty. Um, I went ahead and wrote in the notes, guys, that we're all taking Murph's team think it's that's pretty much what we're doing i don't think there's really any uh, you know debate about it um yeah you know lamar jackson Najee harris saquon barkley Cortland sutton i mean enjoy your bye week because all right now i don't i don't like this <laughs> it's a bye week um charlie isn't even going to show up you're going to walk you're just going to mop the floor with him and whatever else bad juju I can put on you, Murph. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, but I'm I mean, already feeling. I'm. I don't have success in my life. So when I get success, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. That's why my team's Murphy's Law. So I'm get already it, getting there. <laughs> I'm looking at Charlie's team, and what he's got on his team is who he's going to play because he doesn't make any waiver moves. So you don't have to worry about his team changing because this is what you get. So he's playing. The only difference might be he plays Firemuth or Kittle over Fryermuth. Um, you got to watch out for Devontae Adams. Who knows with Kamara? I mean, nobody knows this year. It's it's they're huge not throwing mystery. him the ball. He's and not. Then, they're yeah splitting carries. It's it's weird. And then Kareem Hunt could be a Hunt week. Could be a Chubb week. We don't know. Higgins. Yeah. He's hurt, probably not going to play. Or if he does, he'll probably just get hurt again because that's what he's done the past three weeks. So the only, you know, real positive on his team is, is, or maybe surprise positive, is Christian Kirk. He's looked really good this year. But going up against Harris, Barkley, Sutton, Michael Thomas, Darren Waller, um, Bateman, and and then Khalil Herbert on the bench, for Montgomery, who's not going to play. Yeah. I'm picking Murph, Taylor. Yeah, I mean, you hit it well. I'm going, just like the last one with, with Matt's team, I'm going position by position. The only win I see Charlie having is, is Devonta. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's, it's Murph 100%, so I'm going Murph. 
Murph, I'm Go assuming you're Jinx taking it, yourself. Pick your, pick, oh, pick yeah, yourself, yeah, sorry. Yeah. He, am, he's he's am, looking uh, ahead to week five already. Oh, no, I'm just, you know... <laughs> I love these little opportunities to go through everybody's team and see, uh, see, 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 wheeling dealings in the works. Yeah, there's a lot. Especially of fun. some of these, some of these bottom feeders. All right, let's move on to our Taylor Strick list section of this, which I actually need him for. There he is. Uh, let's move on to our waiver section, Taylor. Take it away. Let's, let, let's make it real weird. I was trying to pee out in the backyard, and I pinched it short because you started talking to me. So let's move on. Uh, you know, I make an outline for a reason. It's got <laughs> everything. It's in order. So, uh, yeah, I'm going over uh, waivers trades of the week. It's got your name uh, we on had it. Some, we had some, <laughs> some really good, some, some, some really bad. Um, let, let's start with the good, and that would actually be uh, Mr. Britt Allen. He actually had a, a big week with pickups. Um, he, he snagged Higby on the initial waiver run um, and then picked up Gage later on in the week, which, which was a good move with everybody in Tampa being hurt and or suspended. But Higby ended up with eight points, which tight ends this year. That's not huge, but that, that's a big tight end week. Um, and he went from the number 27th tight end, getting rid of to the number seven with Higby, so I think that was a great pickup initially. And then his boy Gage put up 19 points this week with being Brady's only weapon. So he won this week by one point, and I give Mr. Britt Allen as the uh, the manager full credit. Those those two moves were pivotal in a, in getting that win. So well done, sir. Thoughts on that before I move to the uh, the next epic moves? No, it just it's really cool to look back and see that you make some good waiver moves and it it you know helps you to a victory by one point. Yep. Let's segue. segue into <laughs> Anthony hates his Excellent life. Excellent segue to our uh, our more epic picks of the week. Yeah, um, let's, let's do it. Let's start with the uh, Chargers defense by our boy Anthony. Hey, they were going up against um, uh, Jacksonville. It was a good play. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, you saw... Yeah. I don't want to try to defend you. They put up a solid negative four points. So, Anthony, for you, I like to crunch numbers. I dove into them. If you would have picked any defense other than the Chargers you picked and the Giants who got zero points, you would have won your game. Oh, that's information I didn't need on a Tuesday night. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, But it's it's, it's not often can you zoom in on these finite decisions and have a direct (sighs) correlation to the results, Anthony. Do kickers next. You fucked yourself. That's what I see. It's coming up. You fucked yourself. So, on that note, Anthony, yeah, someone yeah. did pick up um, a kicker that did miss two kicks. I think it was the only one that missed the two. Um, but not to be a dead horse, Anthony, that would have helped your note. On better notes, um, Murphy, Eagles D, nine sacks, 20 points. Thanks for whipping my ass with that. Matt did a good pickup with the Bengals wow. D, 19 points. Anthony, hey. that had a... Hey, do you, do you know who dropped the Bengals D so that he could pick him up? 
Mm. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Tough look. I, I dropped Bengals defense to pick up the Chargers defense. I love fantasy oh, football. Oh, that's great. That went way deeper than I looked. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Drew, good job with uh, Conklin. Put up 12 points and was the number the five tied in on the week. So good I pickups. Laugh. I laugh to cry. I laugh or I'd cry. Whew. All right. Well, that was a super depressing segment. Um, and that's what we're going to end it on. That's all I've got. Any closing remarks, gentlemen? No. I think that was a king-sized episode there. It was. Uh, an hour and a half into it, basically. So it was a good I'd, good uh, episode. Like, like to say better next, but better luck next week, Anthony, but I don't mean it. I mean, I couldn't have made any worse decisions if I tried. I dropped That's... the Bengals' defense that put up 19 points to pick up the Chargers' defense that scores negative four. What's even better is I didn't realize you benched Robinson, so that even added. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would have won with the players I had on my team. And usually you can be mad at your players if they underperform, but you can only be mad at yourself. And I was. I was very mad at myself. But now we move on. We move on to week four. Look forward to it. Um, yeah, that's all we can do is just move forward to week four. Well, gentlemen, thank you for another great episode of the Desktop GM's podcast. And thank you all to listening. Um, Please make sure to check us out on all the podcast platforms, our Twitter Twitter handle, Desktop GMs, um, and then the Venmo if you want to help support the podcast. It's at Anthony-Maldonado-16. Thank you to all of those who have donated to support our podcast for the year. And that's all I've got. We look forward to uh, hopefully a better week four for some of us. And uh, good luck to everybody out there in your fantasy matchups. And we will see you all next week.